Jacques Howard, I'm on location at the Big Easy on South Bourne Street. Big up to uh, Lugabala. Um, the food was delicious. I already ate. I had some shrimp, uh, mac and cheese, and some spinach. It was delicious. I'm sitting with Councilwoman-elect of the West Ward, Robin Michelle Vaughn. Robin, thank you for a couple of minutes of your time. <clears throat> and uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for uh, honoring your words that we would get together after the campaign, after the election. So thank you for that. And uh, congratulations. Well you're, well, you're welcome, Doc. I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, congratulations on winning. Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm extremely happy and beyond um, excited to start restoring the West Ward and bringing it back and making it the best neighborhood in all of New Jersey. Mm, that's awesome. Yes, that's, <clears throat> that's, that's what my constituents are, are excited about, and I'm excited about it as well. And, sure. I'm, and I'm absolutely um, excited to start that work. <laughs> oh. so, <clears throat> so one of the things that we had, we had chatted about um, uh, briefly on recording and also leading up to this in person was that um, this was going to be an ongoing series because um, uh, the next four years um, are critical um, for the city of Trenton. Um, the fact that there was a potential of having five newly, uh, five of the eight uh, positions being new, et cetera, and uh, that there were a lot of issues um, that were happening and we had an unprecedented situation where Eric Jackson was not going to seek re-election. So there was just a lot of moving parts. Besides that, um, most people know the uh, climate that's uh, on the national level and the global level as well. So people are heightened. And a little bit, and, and I remember earlier in the conversation that that was one of the things that excited you or drove you to want to get involved in the process and to seek election for the first time. Um, so let's go back to that point and let's talk a little bit about what motivated you to seek a public office. Well, what motivated me that to seek public office here at the city of Trenton was this kind of pure and simple. It's sort of what was the um, the the ending of the Barack Obama administration at the end of his uh, uh, tenure as president. He had, you know, in his exit speech, he made it clear that going forward, the only way that a nation changes or people change is that people have to be that change that they seek, mm -hmm. right? And you have to participate in your community. Um, I heard him very clearly uh, that if you wanted to make that change, folks need to get involved locally. That local politics is where the change happens. That's where the biggest impact of, 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 of any, um, that's where the biggest impact is that a government has on um, citizens mm -hmm. and, and their, you know, their well-being and their quality of life, right? So, um, so he said, you know, hey, if you want change in your community, you know, hey, get up, you know, take up a clipboard, get on your Nikes and start walking the neighborhood and run for office yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have to be, um, you know, you don't have to be president of the United States or a U.S. senator or congressman. Or you could be, you know, run on your local school board. That's, that's impactful. That affects your quality of life. That affects your children's future, right? You, you want to go, you want to, you know, um, become a council person, right? Um, you know, join your state legislature, right? Uh, so the, that's what motivated me. I looked around my city. I moved back um, into Trenton because, you know, I had, you know, some personal issues. My family, my, my mother had passed away. My father had passed away. I inherited the family home. 
um, and I, I, I saw the deterioration, the, the economic depression throughout my neighborhood, throughout the entire city, and I know that my background um, would be a, a perfect fit and I would be able to effectively um, uh, provide the, the level inputs that will, would, would change that dynamic for the West Ward and, and the city. So let's stick with um, <clears throat> your background a little bit. Um, I know you've mentioned it to me um, prior, um, but for the folks who may be listening for the first time, share a little bit about your professional background. Oh, um, well, I, I, I grew, you know, I, I came, um, I'm, you know, I, I studied economics and finance, um, and I worked 30 plus years um, for uh, bulge bracket Wall Street firms. Um, and, and, and areas of wealth management and, and in the capital markets and capital fundraising, right? Um, I have acquired the skills of, of you know, uh, uh, very strong quantitative and qualitative skills, very strong quantitative skills, right? So, and, 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 and rational thinking. Right, so that means being able to think about, think out of box, think, think out of the box, and think very quickly on your feet, right? Um, so I think those skill sets coming into the public sector is very valuable, right? So you want to talk about getting ideas, um, and also my strength is, and and what I learned in the financial services industry that I think that we do well in that sector is is prepare people for relationship management and providing and and, and, and getting. Um, establishing um, partnerships that uh, across, you know, across diverse, um, diverse uh, teams of when I say uh, the, the, with people with diverse skill sets coming from, uh, uh, the, you know, across geographics. I mean, global, globally. So you have people around the table that comes from that come from different com countries. We have clients uh, that are. Um, uh, uh, exist in the public sector and the private sector. So diversity is the key. And through that, you, you get used to being able to gain, you know, um, um, you know uh, working to establish consensus, right? Your negotiation skills are heightened, which your influ influential and persuasion skills are heightened. So these are the skills that I bring and, when, and, 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 and have been my experience mm -hmm. in the financial sector. And, and working in capital markets and being able to raise funds and be able to um, work with diverse clients um, and, and, and devise programs for them as far as, you know, um, what product offering uh, that's available that, that, that fit their specific profile and goal. Um, I, I, I know how to establish that very quickly and readily. Um, well, so, we and, that, and that just, plain simple, just establishing relationships. And that's one of the skill sets that I will bring to council is that, which is very important for the city of China and very important for all council people and, and any, anyone who's looking, for, to, looking to create new allies and, and partners. Um, you have to be able to work with individuals and navigate the terrain at all levels of government not just internal to the city of Trenton and the walls of City Hall. You have to be able to go, I mean, I'm planning on working with um, the county. Um, I've already made some arrangements to work with, uh, to, to, you know, sit in on the council meetings, uh, which is the, uh, the county board of children freeholders. That's the legislative body that supports the county executive. 
I'm planning to go and work and sit with the state legislature, of course, the state assembly, the, they are the, the, the legislative body for the governor, and also, of course, our Congress uh, representative um, and our uh, Senate representatives uh, across uh, in the state of New Jersey um, that work at the federal level, and I'm planning on sitting with them because they are also a legislative body. So we all are of the common interest we do. We perform a common role, but we have, although we have a different executive that we support, but nonetheless, it's the same goal, and the same set of, uh, the same role. And that role, specifically their interest, and all, all of us have the same interest, which is the city of Trenton. So me, as the councilwoman representing the city of Trenton at the lowest level, it behooves me to certainly have an ongoing relationship in engaging the, my counterparts at those levels so I can effectively understand what, what they are working on that entitled, that, that Trenton is entitled to. So we have funds that come from the county that I should be uh, understanding and engaging. We have, we have uh, funding from the state and the federal government, and we, as city council members, we should be engaging those folks at all levels at all times. They should be partnering, partnering, with, partnering with us as well. That's where the debacle came with the, uh, the transportation uh, trust fund. Uh, at the end of the day, had all the levels been collaboratively working together, uh, that I, I believe wholeheartedly that that, um, that application would have been uh, submitted on time. Um, and I, have, I was very outspoken about that as well. Granted, Eric Jackson didn't fill it out, but okay, Reed, where were you? Shirley Turner, where were you? Bonnie Watson, where were you? I mean, surely at some point along the process, somebody should have said, oh, we have Ewing, we have Hopewell, we have Hamilton, uh, we have Plainsboro, but Princeton, where's Trenton? Right. So if we, if I had that, if uh, someone on council at that time, it's actually Chester, for instance, had that connection and made those phone calls and back and forth, somebody should have called somebody, right? We're all connected. At the end of the day, we all have been voted in by the residents of Trenton, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, so those interests should be always uh, understood. And you've made it clear um, in previous conversations that the accountability is something that is a, a baseline for you, that your your accountability is key to the functioning of the government. Um, in a previous conversation, you also mentioned that your professional experience would work well in the uh, public sector. Um, can you just elaborate on that a bit more? Well, accountability and, 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 and uh, my professional, in, in the public sector, one of the key Functions. I mean, one of the key uh, areas of expertise that I think um, that that I could see that hasn't been really that I haven't seen a real presence of on any prior council is the ability to negotiate and gain consensus. Right. So we all know the last council always said they were very divided, right, and they could never come to agreement on anything. But uh, I think it's be, I think it's beholden. It's my obligation as a representative to make sure that I'm able to forge relationships with each and every council person, my counterparts, um, not you know, and, and to make sure that um, I'm able to bring them on board, and we can at least agree on the common interest of all our constituencies in, my, in, their, in our respective wards and across China, right? So if we could do that, then we're, we, we're all will be successful. Mm -hmm. 
So I think consensus management is one of the uh, one of the uh, skill sets that that uh, that 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 in the in the financial services industry is is is, is, is very um, is very it's valued. Hmm. Uh, I want to transition and talk a bit about the actual campaign, exactly the the process. Um, again, this was your first uh, attempt, and you were successful at winning um, the position. But just share what it was like, um, the whole process of uh, putting together a team, um, campaigning, election, time, the One runoff, thing about, I, well, you know, I never ran a national campaign or a statewide campaign, but a local campaign, particularly a neighborhood, I think the West Ward is a neighborhood-like campaign. You know, so, you, I mean, I, my, one of the things that everyone kind of understood that Robin Vaughn was financing her own campaign um, and doing all the work, right? I was not affiliated with the status quo or any established party. I was not affiliated at all. I was, an, I was not a candidate of the Mercer County, um, the Mercer County Democratic uh, Organization or anything of that nature. And the challenge, and the challenge was, was that you know at the end of the day, you know I'm doing all the work, but nonetheless I felt that I was not beholden to any any organization, and I was able to define and formulate my own platform, and my own positions, and um, and uh, take my own risk, right? And 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 I and I believe because I believe in change, the only way to live that train is to be contrarian. To your point, not necessarily you know ingenious or coming up with some you know uh, uh, unattainable. I'm looking for you know to deliver to the West Ward you know some low hanging fruit, not necessarily um, revolutionary type change, because you know with with the you know all budgets, state budget, local budgets are strained, um, but nonetheless, um, uh, folks want to see you know some progress in their neighborhoods. And some of them just related to simple services, right? That improve their quality of life, you know, of public service. I want to deliver those, and they can be effectively delivered. Doesn't necessarily mean that I have to get a big budget approval from, you know, from the mayor or from the state for the governor, right? There are processing changes that can be enhanced. I spoke to uh, the the mayor-elect Reed about perhaps restructuring city hall, so departmental-wise so that you know certain services can be um, uh, managed more effectively right so for instance one of the big themes going across all the wards particularly in the west ward because we have the largest park in the, in the city of trenton is that folks believe that we are un 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 underutilizing calvary park right so and there's a lot of cash flow that's being um, uh, uh, kind of missed Right, missed opportunities. Right in Cadwallader Park? Park. Okay. Right. So, if we can get that park, you know, active again, and getting activities in there, we have a state-of-the-art tennis center there that's underutilized. We can have you know tournaments there um, where we get increase our visitor capacity. You know, um, uh, visitors in, into that into that facility that's out there. We have. We can uh, enhance our basketball courts and get those games going again. That was very productive, and that that will generate traffic into the West Ward as well. 
Um, so, I, and I want to give, want to make sure that we have some some dialogue going back and forth. Um, I agree with you about Cadwallader Park. Yeah. I mean, it, it's being a, a revenue it's a center. It's, it's, it's a revenue a center for sure. Okay, so um, the NJTL um, and the Cadwallader Park itself, the Friends of Cadwallader Park, I believe, are the ones who coordinate a lot of those things, and also Ellerslie. There are plenty of events that are taking place there. When you say underutilized, can you be a bit more specific? Certain sections of it? Yeah. I, I'm I, not I mean, sure. you know, um, yeah, NJTL, I think that, no, no, no I think the. Um, the extent of the programming, I think that there's room for, you know, it to be enhanced even further, right? Or, or um, you know, I know that the courts are primarily used for junior tennis events and, and, and uh, youth programs. But there's opportunity for, hey, uh, USTA events to come out there. Okay. And there's, yeah, so. so. So I want to jump in there. So um, the NJTL is the largest tennis recreation center on the east coast number one so that's that's the pinnacle so i'm sure it's being used a lot yes absolutely. Um, i know they have programming and i've sat with um Mm -hmm. michelle gambella Mm -hmm. and prior to michelle um dan and i forget his first last name and and on the show and we've talked about you know what the njtl is doing um reaching out to local community etc and the programs that they offer um but but when you say bringing in uh, like a larger like uh, are you are, ta- are you talking about like a, a larger tournaments for adults? I mean I'm, I'm just yeah, trying to get no, an idea. No, other things like I have um, at a very high level had had discussions with some of the stakeholders that's NJTL. Okay. And actually, um, so they had at a very high level just just mentioned that they want to probably think about maybe expanding. Okay. All right, we'll so, leave it there. That's all. We'll that's leave it there. Okay, okay. John. So, all right, so, we'll, so, so we'll, we'll leave it there. That, so, that, um, and I just want to make sure that we've exactly. got clarification mm-hmm. that you're not saying that the NJTL or that the tennis courts aren't being utilized to their capacity. Right. You're saying that you see that as an opportunity for expansion. Right. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure it's clear. Because when this goes out, people are going to say, wait a minute, what did she say about the NJT- right. NJTL? Right. I just exactly. want to make sure that we're, right. exactly. we're fully understanding. Um, uh, you also mentioned the basketball courts there, and yeah, um, Catawba Park Summer I know, League. Again, so you have um, you know a lot of uh, we have a lot of recre- recreational uh, professionals um, in and around the city of Trenton. We have Gray Grant, we have Catania Grant, we have um, uh, and a lot of those folks have uh, a lot of interest in building out the recreational programs, not just in Catawba Park. But across this this the, the city and and in the West Ward we have other uh, uh, spaces that can facilitate you know basketball programs like there is a bas- an old basketball court that's kind of weeded out on this corner of Huffman and Oakland Avenue that we want to uh, push funding and then build that out and use that as well. Okay, so, so uh, again I, I just want to make sure that we've got clarification. So what, what you're saying is that you're not necessarily pointing towards things and saying that they're not functioning properly or at a high level. What you're saying is that these are potential areas for uh, improvement, expansion, et cetera, enhancement. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure right. that we're clear with that. Okay. So the tennis, um, basketball, and other recreational opportunities in the West Ward are things that, that you're looking to do in the future. Well, let me just be clear. Okay. Um, in the West Ward, my platform is to, you know, uh, rebuild or grow the neighborhood economy of the West Ward, okay. right? Now, if you're going to rebuild the neighborhood economy of the West Ward, that means you have to look at 
we got to look at all the commercial spaces, the business spaces that need to be built out. And, 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 and not necessarily new, right? We don't have to go in and reinvent the wheel. We're looking at existing venues that may have been thriving business institutions and just get them reopened again, mm-hmm. right? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So we have identified those spaces, right? We can take inventory of those spaces, right? Um, and get them back on the market. Like take the West Ward on a road show, per se. Like, um, and market it and, and, and be able to uh, uh, perhaps get interested businessmen and investors in to say, okay, you have the Prospect Avenue where there was a thriving business district there. You know what I mean? There was a bank building that's been vacant for who knows how long, right? You have the Bud's Barbecue venue that has been vacant for who knows how long, right? You got the New Method Cleaners where it used to be, the cleaners to be. So that whole district there is a commercial district that has to be assessed. Mm-hmm. And we have to get investors here to look at it to see whether there's opportunity to build that out again, right? Okay. We're not looking for, I mean, land is scarce, right? Land is finite. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go build new, you know, build out, you know, landfills to make space. We have existing spaces that exist. We have that are there that just need some attention, need some cash flow pumped into them and build it out, right? And you have San Hegan Drive. You have a commercial space up there. And you have um, Huffman Avenue down on Oakland. And, and going down into Stuyvesant Avenue corner as well. So those are some of the three major, oh, and also, I'm not gonna forget Hermitage Avenue, mm-hmm. right? So those are areas that are commercial, that have been, um, uh, they're commer- that have been identified as commercial spaces in the Westward, mm-hmm. right? Already, you know, um, uh, a lot of four, all the zoning is there already. Mm-hmm. So all we need to do is put it on the road and get get it out there in, in the public domain um, outside the borders of Trenton and get parties. And of course, I mean, I would want to certainly offer it to uh, legacy Trentonians, people who lived here historically, first and foremost, and get some programs for them. Um, we're not, we, we don't want to sell out Trenton to, you know, um, uh, we, we, Trentonians, you know, native Trentonians should be um, should be given the opportunities first and foremost. Okay. Now, just so that um, I, I have this uh, documented properly, uh, regarding um, commercial or business areas, there's four identified zones that, that you feel could be... Um, built out. Built out. Enhanced. All right. In, built out and enhanced right. and or enhanced. And that's uh, Prospect Street, mm-hmm. San Hegan Drive, right. Hoffman and Oakland, and Hermitage. And Hermitage. Right. Okay. All right. Great. And I'm sure um, folks in those neighborhoods, and also particularly the West Ward, will be very interested in hearing that. Um, yeah. So thank you for that as yes. well. Um, and 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 I just want to add to that, right? So one of the things that came up in a debate and in, in the priorities across the city is the, the issue of the library, mm-hmm. right? So that is also a component of economic development. Uh, any community that has any type of strong economy has a library. Uh, um, so that will also be in the equation too. Okay, great. And, so, and, yep. so we'll add that to those four: Prospect Absolutely. Street, Business Development, Sandhegan Drive, Hoffman and Oakland, Hermitage, and a library. library. And a library. Okay, great. So, um, while you were out campaigning, um, I was at one of your events um, um, when when you had opened up your home. Um, what did you learn 
while you were out in the street meeting people, knocking on doors, et cetera? Well, I learned, particularly in the West Ward, that, you know, um, well, the 16 fabulous neighborhoods in West Ward. Okay. Right. And we have the most elo eloquent and fabulous properties as well. So what I learned, surprisingly, that, you know, um, and I don't mean this in a condescending way, but city of Trenton has some great people living in these small streets and blocks, right? Um, and they've been, they've been places, they've seen places, they know a lot. I mean, we have a lot of intellectual capital here in this city of Trenton mm -hmm. and in the Westward. And because I've learned that along the way, and I, because I, my campaign was really grassroots. I walked the neighborhoods, I knocked on doors, I sat in people's kitchens and, you know, stood outside on the stoop and talked to them about what, what their dreams were for their neighborhood. Um, and some of these people have come, you know, served in the military, served in Vietnam, They've been, they seen, they, they seen, they, they lived outside of the borders. They come back home, and they want to see Trenton um, uh, thrive, right? So, I learned that I'm not going to be able to build a West War on my own in my own ideas. I'm going to uh, capitalize on this intellectual capital that's out there. I know who they are. I made a list of them. I told them I'm going to return to them. And one of the things that that I came up with to do that is I want to absolutely, and I was telling my aide that we're going to have to formulate these thought leadership forums, but more importantly, I think out of those thought leadership forums, because they're like, you know, just brain, brainstorming sessions, but I really want to form, form you know, coalition, you know, co a coalition groups of, you know, like-minded um, businesses and expertise. Meaning that, you know, if I can get a coalition of veterans together and, you know, maybe meet once a quarter, you know, I don't want to meet for the sake of meeting, like, like we do with TCCA and, and all the uh, associations where people just don't show up because there's no, there's no objective to the meeting, right? So people don't even know what they're showing up for and what they're going to be discussing and what the expected output is, right? So I want to have those coalition groups where I know who, where I'm going to call on the, the, the best and the brightest of Trenton um, and their respective expertise and put them all in the same room for an hour and extract from them, you know, their genius and say, you know, what should we be doing here in the West War and how should we be doing it, you know? So um, when I say like-minded coalition, the coalition of like-minded folks, or businesses, or um, nonprofit organizations, or you know community organizations, right? Or faith-based organizations, right? We do a lot of that. There's a lot of coalition of faith-based organizations, but I think there's a lot of reason why that haven't really panned out or, or or have have produced the output that we would like in the city of Trenton. But I think that the coalition of like-minded business people would work very effectively. If I can get a, a coalition of like-minded restaurants, say, um, owners like, say, Labala and and, um, and the folks down at, you know, Trenton Social and et cetera, in the room together. I mean, can you imagine what the output would be, mm -hmm. you know? So you could call them focus groups, right? Some people call them that in corporate America, focus groups. But you got to have this, this level of intellect, you know, instead of just having a bunch of folks come out to a community association meeting 
with no directive, no objective, and, and, and you know, no real, um, uh, uh, no, no, no coordinated um, uh, inquiry as to what the objective is going to be. So Okay. So, um, so I do want to keep moving. Um, so you had um, over 2,000 votes. Yes. In the West War. In the West War. Um, you had the most votes of any council person running. Yeah. And share your thoughts about that. I go back, I go back to the energy of change. People see me and still see me as an individual that's new to the scene, that's not part of the old guard, have no associations, have no affiliations, so they, they feel confident or some comfort level that that I am not beholden to anything or anyone or any entity, and that I'm going to at least come in with a clean slate um, and put the and and I will absolutely because of that clean slate I will absolutely undoubtedly have the best interest of. Uh, of their the best interests of, of them in mind mm -hmm. and their issues and things that concern them in mind. It's a clean slate, so um, I think that's what the attraction is and was during the campaign, and that's why I managed to get the most folks. And the fact that I engaged folks and really listened and care about what they had to say, and I also presented a plan to them as I just discussed with you that I'm going to be calling on them to participate and provide their inputs, and we're going to document that input, and we're going to have that their ideas heard, because I'm going to be that voice. If, some, if, if a veteran group tells me that they need X, Y, and Z, I'm going to make sure I go to council and put that to read. I'm going to make sure the, the you know, uh, Reed Gushiara will have, will incorporate these ideas into his plan. You know, or align it in some way, shape, or form, right? Mm -hmm. So, so summarizing briefly um, before we, we before we move on, uh, the next topic was about your future plans, and I just want to go over a list of what I I heard, and then you can add to it um, as you would like. Um, accountability is going to be very important to you going forward. Um, you plan on addressing quality of life issues. Yeah. Uh, you plan on not reinventing the wheel, but going after low-hanging fruit. Um, you plan on doing several things, assisting with uh, the expansion of services, particularly recreational services at Cadwallader Park. Right. And that includes NJTL, basketball, and some of the activities that are happening there. Um, transitioning to economic development, there are five areas of, of major focus and concern for you. That's Prospect Street, San Hegan Drive, Hoffman and Oakland, Hermitage Avenue, and the library. Right. And in addition to that, you're looking to uh, bring together groups of people um, from, from different particular audiences to hear what they have to say. And professions. Disciplines, Disciplines and professions. professions. Right. Bring them together, hear what they have to say, and then take that message forward. Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm sure that uh, most of the your constituents, yeah. the... And one of the things I, I did want to just go back on as far as the model and, and me focused on economic development and, and you know, 
in bringing other sources of revenue into the West Ward besides, you know, the the uh, typical of, you know, t property taxes, right? Um, one thing that we absolutely have to do, particularly in the light of the tragedy at Art All Night, we have to... Oh. Uh, I do want to hold off on okay, that because, we'll off. Um, because okay. I, I, I do want to get into okay. that. And, okay. um, and I want to make so, sure that so I do the, the properly. So the economic development piece, uh, Jock, is around what, is, what, what I would like to, my goal is there is, of course, develop the economy and, and have the neighborhood you know, function and, and be able to support itself, right? You know, a strong economy. But, you know, at the end of the day, I am a resident, first and foremost, of Westward as well. So I'm a stakeholder in it, too, because after my tenure in council, I'm going to go back to being a resident. So one of the things that I wanted, that I would like to achieve on council is that I want the Westward to have a thriving economy onto itself so that I, I work in New York City. And many people in West Ward work outside our borders. But when we come home on the weekends or in the evenings, right, our disposable income is not spent in our own neighborhoods. We have to go outside. And that's something that I would absolutely want to resolve. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned disposable income because I, I think that as, as people look at the economics of what's happening here in Trenton, the amount of, of, of people who come in and work and then take those resources out into other neighborhoods, is one of the key issues that we have here. And I know that I've heard several different opinions about how do you change that and how do you fix that. But uh, I think that it's a slow moving process and um, to hear you articulate that is important. And I think that more council members and our mayor and more residents need to also do that as well. Yeah. Because that uh, does not just affect the downtown area, that affects the city as a whole. Oh, absolutely. Because plenty of people who live outside of downtown, travel outside of the city for work, and often don't bring those resources back or spend those resources back So here in the capital city. So thank you for that. Yeah, so one of the things that, that's, that's why it's very important for me to build up those commercial uh, venues across the West Ward. Because if we can attract investor, an, an investor who wants to come and build the cleaners there, you know, I don't have to put my dry cleaners in Lawrence Shopping Center anymore, right? Um, I don't have to go out, if I have my library, I don't have to go out to, you know, Dara Lane or, Mercy, you know, Scott Lane, you know, Scotchwood or whatever have you in Ewing. So the more activities and the more support the businesses we have in, the, in our own communities, you know, we don't have to go outside to any others. Right. Mm -hmm. your, your, your community should be self-sustaining right, mm -hmm. to its citizens. Great. And, and if I'm paying high taxes the way I'm paying Jock, uh, Jock I, 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 would, I expect that. And I expect that while I'm on council, and I'm happy to help facilitate that and get this work done um, to restoring these entities and restoring these venues in the West Ward. But after four years or so, if, if I decide to go back to you know, private life, I want to make sure that I have the comfort of being able to or the benefit of being able to do all my business and, and within the borders of my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Spend okay. my money at home. Great. Okay, good. Um, earlier, you uh, just moments ago, you were, were moving into talking about um, the tragedy um, that took place at Art All Night, um, the Artworks Trenton event. Um, I want to preface this by saying that my relationship with the organization goes back 
well over two decades. You have a conflict of interest. <laughs> I have no conflicts of interest with anything. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing about what I do. Um, so my relationship with the organization goes back over two decades. Um, a lot of people don't know that. Um, as um, a contractor, employee, as a uh, supporter, a volunteer, board member. Board member. <laughs> um, so I'm, and I'm extremely passionate in general about art. And the incident that took place um, at Artworks, um, or Art, Art All Night Trent in 2018, has not only hurt me at the core, but it's devastated a lot of people who I'm very close to, people who I love. And you can imagine the emotions that well up, um, especially when, when I think back to how this year was different than any of the other years. I just wasn't feeling it. I wasn't even planning on going. I didn't submit any art. Things that I've done for years, for, de for a decade. And several of the people I am friends with who are also as committed as I am, it just didn't feel right this year. And to wake up or be woken up on Saturday morning with uh, my wife telling me the, the tragic news, it hurt. It hurt bad. Um, this is something that I've shared not only with my friends and my family and brought people into the city and my neighbors, my child. I, that, this is a very big deal for me. And I've learned, especially in my professional backgrounds, that oftentimes your emotions lead you to say or do something that you often regret. So I waited and digested and waited and redigested everything that I was feeling. And even and had to take to social media to tell people that I'm okay. Because my family, my friends, friends out of the country, all over the country, know how I feel about this event. And for them to call me and text me and, and message me, are you okay? Were you there? And for me to, I had to tell folks, look, I'm cool, I'm fine, I wasn't there, everything's okay on my end. But just wait, be patient, wait. Let this investigation, let this process, et cetera, let it go its course before our emotions move. I say that um, basically as a monologue to say that even within the arts community, people who are uber connected, whether administrative, um, supporters, artists, there's a lot of um, fractures, a lot of fissures, a, a lot of animosity. There's just a lot going on. And now is not the time for us as a city to have that splinter. And I believe that that is what happened early Sunday morning. Because immediately, emotionally, people were texting and sending and saying things and giving their perspectives and conspiracy theories, all those different things. So besides the core emotions of what happened and the tragedy of it, the infighting, and the international exposure that we've received because of this. In addition, we don't have a galvanized platform to say, no, 
Everybody pump their brakes. The official comment is coming. Or this is the official statement. We've now created a massive, not only was it a, a wave or a wake, but now we've created this international tidal wave. And emotionally and in our infrastructure as a city, as a physical city, we're not prepared. We weren't ready for this. We had 11 years of successes. Potentially could be torn down because of one incident. Now, I, I transition, and I just want to make sure that you understand how, I'm passionate, about, how passionate I am about this. Okay? Your statements, and I, I know you, but I don't know you, and we did not talk personally prior to this. But your statements came out almost as if I was just, what I was just describing. Too fast, too much. Let's just wait. Let's think about this. So let's set that to the side. Next, the fact that you're a newly elected elected official. You have a platform that speaks much larger than most will ever have here. So the words behind what you say reverberate very far and very wide. So some of the remarks that you made, and I'm not getting into whether they were right, they were wrong, that's not what I'm here to do. I just want you to know that some of the words that you mentioned were hurtful but also offensive to our network of artists and artist supporters, which is one of the reasons why I believe there were so many comments on social media about who is she, how much of a supporter she is, and all the other, like, just, just the, the, the negative spewing. Um, we were going to sit down and talk anyway, um, regardless of, of what happened at our all night. But I just want you to know that not just me, mm -hmm. and there are people who won't articulate it the way that I am mm -hmm. or I have, are hurting. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to point their finger and say it's her. It's this new lady. She doesn't like the arts. She's not supportive. She hasn't even been. She has another agenda. I need you to speak to that and to speak to it in a way, not only for the people who are here in the community, but the people who are outside of Trenton, and for you to know that the power that you have as the forthcoming elected Westward Councilwoman can I'm gonna, say and do I'm so gonna, much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I, 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 I posted what I posted, mm -hmm. and, and my marks were not offensive. Okay. How, because someone, you know, my marks, my remarks were not offensive. Okay. What I did was, I, I don't know if you saw my post. Several But I, I, my first post that generated, the initial post was that said, I have asked, to, I, today, I've asked, the Attorney General's office to do a full and thorough investigation. Period. Why would that be offensive? Now, um, uh, no, I, I, it's a rhetorical question. I'm not okay, asking you to answer okay. that. 
Okay. So, of course, now you explained. I, I understood the emotion, how people are attached to it, and the fact that art works the organization, not the sponsor or the promoter. They have not yet come out with a press conference of any sort, have not even thought to even communicate to the community, which I find to be unacceptable as a, as a leader, even as a citizen. And I have gone to art all night before, right? And I do appreciate the arts. I'm a musician myself. I play viola. I play piano. I do it. I love the arts. Okay. So, but I don't even want to get into that conversation. It doesn't matter. I actually, one of a, a Facebook, clearly she was a, uh, artwork supporter. So she came, she said to me, she says, Robin Vaughn hates the arts. So I, my response was her, plain and simple, I'm going to say it to you. No, I don't hate the arts. My commentary of engaging our government and our leadership, who, in my opinion, has, has failed us, right? I just, I want justice. And we all should want justice. The law should be, no one gets a pass. Why should artworks feel as though they should get a pass? If I had a party at my house, Jock, and people got hurt, I'm, if, if, if my garage fell on, you know, I just recently built a garage a couple years ago I hired the Omnish and Lance LPA. They came out, they built it. Now, if you came to my coffee chat, had a bunch of people in that garage, if that garage caved in, I would spend my last dime. I would take, I would come out, say, I'm sorry, Jock Howard. I would talk to your wife, your child. I would say, you know, I, I totally own this. I'm accountable. The buck stopped with me. It was my house, it was my garage. I'm not gonna say, those Amish people did the wrong thing here. Go talk to them. So, but I believe that's in my email that the Trentonian and other mediums and art works and the, uh, the promoter of art, I mean, art works Trenton and the promoter of art works all night. Art all night. Art all night. Refuse and still do. Emotion not. Here we are, Friday night. I mean, Thursday night, and no press conference, no ownership, no communication, verbally. All they did was write a, 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 a written statement. Now, I would again, as I, I, I mean, I was saying about, I if it happened on my, on my, if I own that um, event, and it happened. And, I would take ownership immediately and then sort out all the legalities thereafter and let the law enforcement government do their investigation as well. But me being the owner of the event, how can you be so, um, just so, uh, just negligent? So, and most folks who associated with that event were, oh, well, I mean, they were very quick to say, let's get to the venue and, and you know, remove some of the yard and pack it up, right? But don't you think you owe the community that supported you for 12 years a press conference? So 
that's going to hurt. But I, I ask that on social media as well. I think that to your point, because I'm a newcomer, I think who better to do it than to just challenge? It's like, ask the question, okay? Yeah, we get it that the two gunmen were criminals and they had no business doing something, you know, committing such an egregious act. But when a tragedy goes happens in that fashion, there's so many other components that should be looked at. And just because you feel, just because you're in love with the organization, and you have some passion for it, doesn't negate the fact that there's other potential um, issues that have to be addressed. And you don't get a pass because you successfully, I can say, hey, Robin Vaughn has, uh, has, um, has behaved exceptionally well all her life, but then I go and quit commit a mass murder. Do I get a pass because I was so 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 well behaved, you know, prior? I know, you know, so all I'm saying is I am an elected official and it's my obligation to make certain that the laws are applied equitably across to all citizens and groups, period. And when I went to the Attorney General office, I went I did that intentionally to make sure that that was done and that he does not show favor to art on artworks of Trenton or the promoter or the, his police department or the government, the elected officials, the mayor of our city, the, the police director. Nobody gets a pass. Everybody gets investigated. Everybody who had a role in that event needs to have some answers needs to be questioned. So that's what my position is. And I stand by it. Okay. And, and, if, and if you feel you haven't done anything wrong, then come out to the people and say, we're artworks. We, take, we took our event seriously for the past 12 years. We made sure. We, we, we care about you and you visiting, coming into Trenton, and showing patience to our event. We appreciate you over the years, and we want you to know that we care about you. We have your well-being and your family at heart, and we would have never done anything to put your family at risk, and these are the reasons why, because we have the state-of-the-art security firm that we hired. We had X amount of security guards in the parking lot. But in the event that you didn't do that, then say, we are sorry we didn't ha do X, Y, and Z, but going forward in 2019, we don't want to give this up. We want to make it right, and we're going to make it right. And as of next week, we engage the best security firm in the country, and they're going to set up a, a security process for us so that in 2019, we're going to open up that venue, and everybody's going to come back, and we're going to be safe, and it's going to be non-eventful. We're going to have the metal detectors, right? We're going to have the, uh, the, the crowd control um, personnel. We're going to have the parking control personnel that con controls traffic in and out of the venue, right? Maybe cameras, whatever. But that's what the, that's what the communication should have been. But it's not. And, and it still can be. But they feel as though, for what the powers that be, all the sponsors, um, stakeholders in that at artworks feel as though that they get a pass for uh, whatever reason because they the rhetoric across social media 
we've done a successful event for 12 years and if it wasn't for those thugs to come up in there and destroy it for us and ruin our uh, you know the best event that Trenton has ever known it's their fault but you have no you can't even see beyond yourself to say that's that that's not totally that's not totally true you can't believe that and you certainly can't believe it because our national government has told us has communicated to our local governments and law enforcement officers what they need to do around events like that and why haven't our local government made certain that I mean you know um, organizations like artworks was compliant there's a directive from Department of Homeland Security around how our society should should plan for events that happen in public and crowded spaces, right? So why was Trenton negligent? And why was Artworks negligent? You guys are not, you said that we are Trenton and we, there are national uh, influences now that Trenton has to keep aligned with. So why aren't we aligned with the Department of Homeland Security? After 9-11, this society, we, we have grown into a heightened, you know, gun culture of violence in public spaces, in crowded spaces. So you got 30,000 people coming down to a venue into our city to see art and no preparation whatsoever. And our, and our government, local government has failed us because they didn't provide the guidance. But again, if you were coming to my house and I had you in my garage and it, and it failed, I'm gonna take full accountability first and foremost. I'm gonna make it right. I'm not gonna hide and say, oh, it's not me, it's the thugs. Or it's not me, it's the Amish folks who built it because they didn't put a couple nails and a couple of boards, right? I'll let my insurance company, whomever, deal with that. But Robin Vaughn is going to take responsibility for her venue. All right, so. And that's what I said on social media. So I don't know why folks are so offended by that. Mm -hmm. But maybe someone, you know, could tell me why they're so offended. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I do want to get to you a, a few questions. But, but, but I must say, you, you know, I'm sorry, Jock. I know that, you know, you're passionate about the organization, and I'm sure you contributed a lot to it over the years. But, um, again, I don't think um, if we're going to move our city forward and we want to get rid of the corruption and the, the, the nepotism and the, uh, the old guard, and we need to hold all entities and individuals accountable and that uh, we're all equal under the law, and we all have to be governed accordingly. Nobody gets a pass. So I've got a few other questions um, pertaining to Art All Night. Um, in and as far I, as being, let me just say one thing, as far as me being, I mean, you know, I, I take a personal attack to that. I mean, me being a newly affected council person has, you know, I think I'm doing my job as a newly affected, a, a, a newly elected council person. I, I work in a legislative, my role is a, a, a legislator. So the ordinances on, on the books of City of Trenton tells you how the, the laws of, of, of crowd control and how and ordinances and, and permits and how those things should be um, uh, 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 implemented and executed. Okay. So I, I'm I, I'm actually correct in my position. Okay. Um, so I, I, do, I do have a few other questions from Art All Night uh, regarding Art All Night, um, but this one kind of jumps because um, you've been, and I don't want to say critical of the event, 
but more critical of what happened and 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 the procedures in place to prevent what happened from happening. Um, but you also mentioned that 2019 it coming back. Absolutely. Are you supportive of the event coming back and staying uh, and, and continuing here in China? Ab- absolutely, 100 percent. Absolutely, 100 percent. I believe that once our pros- Mercer County Prosecutor's Office come back with their findings across all all entities, you know, um, the, of course, the the assailants, the two gunmen, um, the our elected officials, City Hall, you know, our mayor and um, the, the 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 police director, as well as I'm sure our, our works and uh, once they come back with that um, uh, final report and it's reviewed independently reviewed by the state attorney general's office I'm sure it's going to come out with some recommendations so um, if we can take those recommendations as a community seriously and not emotionally and and, and use some logic and start you know um, you know assessing lessons learned and start putting the right controls in place, then absolutely, ain't no reason why, there is not a reason why, you know, that event cannot continue to, to you know, to c- c- take place and grow. Are you willing to um, work with Artworks or the Art All Night Committee as a council person to, to express your thoughts, um, show your support, et cetera? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that that's in the, what, East Ward? Uh, no, Broadway, technically, Art All Night, excuse me, Artworks, the organization is in the North Ward, right. but where that took place. It's uh, on the border uh, of South yeah, East, right? Yeah, south, Southeast, and, and I heard it's North. I've got to take a look at yeah. the lines. No, I, I mean, I, yeah, I understand. Absolutely, I am not, well, some of the rhetoric that came in response to my uh, request for a full and thorough investigation to request that Artworks give a press conference. Um, um, you know, I, I, I think that, um, that of course, I mean, I'm totally supportive, you know, um, of them coming back. Okay. But I, but I would absolutely want to see that their acceptance of the findings and acceptance of the recommendation around, you know, elevating their level of security and coming up with a comprehensive security plan and response team effort, right, around, you know, in the event that there is something that goes uh, awry. Now, a couple of other questions, again, pertaining to Art All Night. Um, you had mentioned on social media that you had a family member yes. who was there. And uh, I was there as well. Yeah, no, I saw that too. But um, this pertains to your family member because it was presented to me. Yeah, absolutely. That there, uh, there was a question whether or not this was a potential uh, grandstanding <laughs> moment for you to uh, seek a lawsuit for your family member or to gain some monetary reward from this. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I, you know. I'm about to laugh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So, Irvin Hickenbottom is my, is is my second cousin, right? His grandmother and my grandmother are sisters. So, 
I um, I have no idea whether Irvin, what his, he's a grown man. I have no idea what Irvin's attentions are, and, and, I shouldn't, and, shouldn't, and I shouldn't be tied to it. So this is ridiculous. He's my second cousin. He's uh, over 50 years of age. Um, again, my grandmother, his grandmother are sisters. And um, I have no idea what Irvin plans on at all, and I haven't even asked. All I know that when I saw Irvin, I saw Irvin on television just like everybody else did, and I did not give Irvin any advice whatsoever. I, I was just happy, and, and his family, our family, was happy that he was well and alive. Um, it was also mentioned um, to me that you were using this as a platform to ex expand your um, political desires um, for other positions. Can you speak to that? This is, this is just, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to have to edit this out, but absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, my, 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 my career is in the financial services industry. It's a very, it has been a very lucrative career, and I plan to be in it for another 10. So I have no desire at this moment in time, um, in the foreseeable future, to have to, you know, to take on any other role than I have taken in public office, for the, except for the Westward Council person. Okay, thank you. So, okay, um, again, sticking with with questions that have uh, people have mentioned to me that I'm I'm, I'm bringing up now. Um, your relationship to the arts community, um, and, and I think oftentimes people, when they say arts, they're really thinking or speaking specifically to one genre of art, yeah. maybe visual art. Um, can you just share your thoughts and concerns about visual art and your support for the visual artists here in Trenton? Okay. My role as a count. Well, I, 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 you know, I love the arts, you know, and I'm and I'm supportive of my constituency interest in the arts, and I'm supportive of my all my constituents. Rather, they don't. You don't have to have interest in the arts, and I don't have to have interest in the arts. I'm, you know, so, so. But if if there is a population of individuals in the West Ward that has an interest in the arts, actually, I, you know. Um, I'm absolutely supportive. And if I can work with the mayor and, and my fellow council persons to ensure that um, there is, you know, a, a, that we're supporting those efforts and activities and, you know, art, artwork, I'm absolutely um, for, for that. And I will absolutely be on board. I, my, my position in having a full and thorough investigation, I just want to make it clear that it has nothing to do with any bias against the art community here in Trenton, or my interest, or or or, or, or my interest in art. It has a full. It, my only motivation is to ensure that the laws are provided, are applied equally across for all Trentonians. Too often in our our nation's history has been such. And there's an element of that here in the artwork, that a certain, a certain level, a, if, if, if a certain group of people feel as though, because of their status, 
that that the law should treat them differently for whatever the reason. And that's not the case. And I spoke, I, you know, that's what you, you, you speak truth to power. At the end of the day, you don't get a pass. Or you don't get special treatment because you are, you deem yourself to be um, uh, a certain status in society. And I get that, that, that that's where some of this commentary is coming from. So I'm here to let everybody, all Trentonians, all my constituents in West Ward, I don't care whether you live in Hiltonia or you live in the, on the heart of Stuyvesant Avenue. I don't care if you're that, the, the two gunmen. I don't care if you're the two gunmen, right? But they, they deserve due process as well, right? So those, those two men have been trialed and convicted or, or, you know, without due process. So, and their families deserve that as well. So, so they should be have they, that investigation should be thoroughly investigated. You know, should should have uh, a, a, some unbiased uh, view outlined there as well. So, I think all citizens should take a step back when when tragedies like this happen and just just know that the law applies to everyone, and everyone deserves due process, and everybody is accountable. Um, my final point or question is um, to the victims, um, and when I say the victims, uh, you know, it's a combination. Um, you can break it down however you'd like. Um, I'm not going to differentiate between the perpetrators and people who may have not been doing uh, the right thing or those who were. What would you like to say to the victims or those who were injured? Should I say? Well, to the victims, you know that that they could trust and believe that, um, that their government um, have their, their welfare and their well-being at heart and at mind. And that public safety is job one and priority one uh, at City Hall and at city, on, on our city council. And we need to let those, when we, and I would like to let those families know that that's the position of our government. That public safety and their well-being is the most important thing. So, if if that means that artworks, you know, needs to up their game on security to to, to come back in 2019, so that these families feel safe, um, then that's what we that's what the recommendation is going to be. But the priority is to make sure these families understand that um, our government have their well-being at, at, at heart and foremost. And that's what should be communicated. Councilwoman-elect for the West Ward, Robin Michelle Vaughn, thank you so much for your time. Again, I want to thank you for um, sticking to your previous commitment that we made several months ago yes. that we would get together and continue to meet on a regular basis once the election took place, um, so has taken place. So thank you so much for that, and thank you for your time. Thank you for your candidacy, um, uh, for being so candid about sharing your thoughts and your concerns. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you so yeah. much. No, Jock, I appreciate you as well. I just want to reiterate that um, I'm excited about my role, um, and I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful that my constituency had the confidence, the vote of confidence, to um, put me forward as an individual to represent them and to um, put their best interests 
in, in place. So I'm, I'm very fortunate for that. Great. Thank you so much. Jacques Howard, I'm on location at uh, the Big Easy. Uh, Luca Ballas is hanging over my corner here over my shoulder. Just got my belly filled with some uh, shrimp, spinach, and mac and cheese. I encourage folks to come down and check them out on South Warren Street. Uh, open seven days a week, right? Uh, six, six, day, six days a week, Monday through Saturday, you get an opportunity to come in, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They also do a takeout service as well.